This is Inside Indiana Business Radio for the afternoon of Thursday, December 21st, 2023. I'm Kate Sharon. The town of Merrillville is one step closer to implementing a 1% food and beverage tax. The Merrillville Town Council on Wednesday passed a first reading of the tax proposal, which would go into effect on January 1st if it receives final approval next week. According to the town's website, initial plans for the revenue generated by the tax include supporting initiatives in parks and recreation, as well as tourism. The council heard public testimony from two people opposing the tax, including Merrillville Clerk-Treasurer-elect Eric January, who questioned the need for the tax. I'm concerned because having looked at some of the things that we're doing as a town, I believe that we may eventually be able to use the uh, tax, but I believe that it's... almost like giving a match to an arsonist. We have not done everything that we can as a town in order to make sure that our our fiscal house is in order. The council must still approve the proposal in a second reading, which is scheduled for 6.30 p.m. December 26th. Bloomington-based Indiana Center for Recovery will expand its addiction treatment and mental health services into Bedford after the provider acquired the former Ascension St. Vincent Dunn Hospital. The 184,000-square-foot building will offer detox, residential inpatient, and outpatient services for substance abuse disorders, as well as an inpatient psychiatric care unit and residential inpatient care for mental health disorders. The Ascension Hospital closed in December 2022, and the system conducted an unsuccessful search for a buyer. ICRF announced its purchase a year later on December 8th, which is its second hospital acquisition in the last two years. The new center will open in spring 2024. At the top of Governor Eric Holcomb's agenda for his eighth and final year in office is making local elected officials, not-for-profits, and other community stakeholders aware of state programs that have been created or expanded during his administration. That includes everything from apprenticeships and manufacturing readiness grants, which help Indiana companies invest in new technologies, to early learning programs and public health initiatives, Holcomb said. Holcomb plans to reveal more details about the marketing effort and other priorities on his legislative agenda on January 8th, one day before members of the Indiana General Assembly return to the State House to resume their work. In the 2023 session, expanding public health funding rose to the top of Holcomb's agenda after a report from the Governor's Public Health Commission showed that Indiana lagged in public health spending when compared to the national average. From the number one source for Indiana Business News, this is Inside Indiana Business Radio. Whether it's a new hire or a noteworthy promotion, IIB's Big Wigs and New Gigs serves as a platform to promote your team. Our revamped offering includes being featured on both the newly redesigned newsletter and at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. Subscribers to the Business News subscription save $10 off every listing, plus you can save $100 by bundling your submission to IIB with the Indianapolis Business Journal or the Indiana Lawyer. More at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. Indianapolis Mayor Joe Hogsett considers the $600 million plan to redevelop Circle Center Mall announced Wednesday one of the most important development projects the city has taken on in decades. Wisconsin-based developer Hendricks Commercial Properties LLC is set to lead the effort. After more than a year of discussion and negotiation behind the scenes with the city, the Indiana Economic Development Corporation, and separately, the ownership group of Circle Center. Hogsett told IBJ that the impact, size, and prime location of the development, which will maintain the existing mall footprint bounded by Illinois, Washington, Meridian, and Georgia streets, places the mall among the city's biggest development efforts, not only during his administration, but in decades. What Hendricks is proposing is residential, retail, office space, 
entertainment, uh, and really uh, being a point of uh, destination. Hendricks plans to create a campus that is more like a village with a central promenade, transforming the traditional mall that was developed in the 1990s by fusing together existing buildings and new structures. The Central Indiana Corporate Partnership on Thursday announced Brad Rohrer as the next president and CEO of Ascend Indiana, the partnership's talent and workforce development initiative. Rohrer will succeed Jason Cloth, who is stepping down from the role next month. Rohrer currently serves as Chief Operating Officer and Chief Talent Officer for Conexus Indiana, the CICP's Advanced Manufacturing and Logistics Initiative. In October, Cloth announced he would step down as CEO of Ascend Indiana to, quote, focus on his family and spending more time with his two young children. He will continue to consult with the organization after the new leadership takes over. The Early Learning Advisory Committee voted Wednesday to advance a new set of standards for evaluating child care centers around the state, with an anticipated three-year rollout starting in 2024. Recommendations will be sent to relevant state divisions housed in the Family and Social Services Administration, as well as the Governor's Office, which will move forward with implementation. The General Assembly tasked the Commission earlier this year with revising and replacing the current quality rating and improvement system, called Paths to Quality and voting on new guidance by the end of 2023. The next committee meeting will be January 9th, 2024. Marion University in Indianapolis is parting with the Simon Youth Foundation to help prospective teachers earn their licenses. The new partnership will provide financial assistance to Simon Youth Foundation educators seeking to earn their license or a graduate degree from Marion's Educator College. The Simon Youth Foundation supports alternative education programs across the country in an effort to reduce the high school dropout rate. The foundation supports 32 Simon Youth Academies across a dozen states. Langham Logistics CEO Kathy Langham is this week's guest on the Business and Beyond podcast with Gary Dick, presented by PNC, a weekly conversation with high-profile Hoosiers in business, sports, entertainment, and beyond, available now from your favorite podcast provider. I'm Kate Sharon for Inside Indiana Business Radio On Demand.